Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card, issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. Real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. Welcome to Star Talk Radio. Bill Nye, the science guy here, guest hosting for my beloved colleague, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm here with Eugene Merman and Mike Massimino, whom we call Mass, because yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a complicated name. It's hard to pronounce Massimino. Yeah. Massimino. I'm glad. I'm, I'm lucky I got I, it right. You yeah. can't tell, but I literally just tried and failed, and I just give up. That aside, gentlemen, I, yeah. I, I want to point out, this is Cosmic Queries edition, yeah. Star Talk Radio, so we take your questions out there in the, in the land of, so, yes, Cosmic area. the cosmos, which includes uh, the Earth yeah. and social media. So, so Earth and up and down. Wait a minute. In so try direction. one. What the hell is Here that? we go. Here we go. Sebastian Mihalache. From Romania. I bet he's got a nickname, too. I probably am saying it wrong, but you know what? With confidence. Anyway, from Romania, he asks, which was the most important breakthrough in the history of electronics? I think the ability to generate electricity in the first place was a big breakthrough. Instead of just getting it, if I may, just getting it from chemical processes... Is he looking for a transistor? Is I don't know. We don't know. Or is he looking for a starter in an automobile? Or he's looking for fuel cells. Fuel cells. Or basically some, electricity. I and think electricity everything. is the big breakthrough. But then there's been some some very yeah. very interesting accomplishments. I just wish you were like tape recorders. Like the light bulb. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, the Micro- story. Radio, of course, because yeah. we're on radio. Well, the story for me is Michael Faraday. So Michael Faraday is sticking the magnet in a coil of wire, and he induces a magnetic field to uh, move a compass at the other end of the table during a lecture, the Christmas lectures in London. Mm-hmm. This woman good. comes up to him and says, but Mr. Faraday, of what use is it? And he says, Madam, of what use is a newborn babe? In other words, he knew this electricity had some fantastic right. properties, but he didn't know what it was. He didn't uh-huh. mean that you could eat it. Yeah, yeah a newborn <laughs> yeah. babe's not that useful. You know, it was a long time ago. Yeah. It, was a different, it was a different time. Yeah. But, well, right. he meant but that, in the though. course of human history, it wasn't that long ago. No, yeah. just a little bit ago. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Just it's a before blink. Hogan's Heroes, I believe. 
<laughs> Older reference lost on many Hogan's of the Heroes, I'm pretty sure, was after World War II. It probably was. So that was be. And this was before World War II. It, it didn't point. foreshadow World War II. <laughs> All right, let's take another question uh, on Cosmic Query, Star Talk Radio. Okay, Jess Nudalo like asks, yeah. Jess yeah. Nudalo asks, what's new on the subject of high temperature or even room temperature superconductors? Are we getting any closer to grasping how it works? And will this knowledge, in conjunction with 3D printing, create a new industrial age? Sounds like he's making a prediction of his own, doesn't yeah. it? He's like, am I right? What do you think? He's a sage. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, well, maybe she's pr- a sage. 3D printing is fabulous, and uh, what's this? What's the state of uh, superconductors and? Well, I don't know that the, we have superconductors that work at sort of liquid helium temperatures. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants That's to get them cold, to, though. Yeah, right? yeah, four to four Kelvin. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cold. four Kelvin sounds cold. It is it's, cold. It's even colder than like Canada. Yeah, so it's, it's like really super cold. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but wouldn't it be good if they work with liquid nitrogen? Wouldn't they be good if they worked with? With frozen water. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a long way off as far as I know. But that doesn't mean it can't be done. What I would do were I king of the forest is invest again in these nanotubes, in the um, getting carbon atoms to arrange themselves in these extraordinary tubes where they have very, very low electrical resistance. All right. But Let's the, do it. The 3D printing thing is yeah. here. Suppose we 3D amazing. printed carbon tubes. <laughs> oh, could we ever do that? Is that a thing in the future? It seems very reasonable to me, but Great. I'm not a carbon tube printer. But it's uh, quite, it's Have you guys amazing. ever 3D printed? I've never done oh, that. It's have cool. you? Yeah. They have them in, cool. and you know they're affordable now sort yeah. of. Uh, you can for get them at Staples. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wait, how that so, didn't know. How much are like meaning a few thousand dollars? Yeah, or? less than two thousand dollars. Oh wow! And then you can make your own salt shakers. I can't wait to go home and make I salt think shakers you're, I could, and plastic swords. Too bad we can't. People can't see this because it's radio. But yeah. Eugene's eyes have just lit. Yeah, up. yeah. I was like, he's ready a, to get out of here and go buy a three D printer. Yeah, but you know they they use them. We have them in the labs in the shops at uh, Columbia, right. for example, and here and the students learn how to use them and they oh, wow. do incredible things with them. The next generation of kids will be like, why aren't you three D printing exactly. that? Exactly. Why are you going to a store to buy something like right, this. Right, yes. So it's additive machining. If you've not thought about it, generally when you shape something, you remove material, generally. Mm-hmm. But this is a process by which you add material. Oh, it's meaning quite you don't a cut different, out. That's I right. See. It's quite a different idea, and you can make shapes that are literally were literally impossible to make wow. heretofore. It's quite a time to be alive. It's exciting. It's great. All right. And a Sapien asks... What is the most revolutionary engineering challenge that humanity must overcome in the next 20 to 30 years? Well, I'd say it's climate change. So climate how are you going to do that? I, I would say it's going to be engineering the whole Earth. I mean, thinking of the whole Earth as a system and getting people to work together to, con- to manage that system, which would be engineering. Engineers use science to do what? Solve problems. And... Make uh, things make where you can party That's with. That's Break things. <laughs> Create uh, parties. Make things and solve problems. That's yeah. it. So basically, climate change. That's what I would say. Where I is the greatest. We're getting, we have a lot of people uh, in the world and a lot more coming. And things like water and healthcare and yeah. transportation, all those things that are going to uh, face us, uh, engineers yeah. need to solve. Yes. All right. That's a very reasonable and correct answer. Oh, it's correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Deplorable perception. That is probably not someone's real name. I am guessing that is some form of suited. <laughs> Unless their parents were diabol- diabolical. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so here's his question. I like that I'm like, it's a guy. Uh, <laughs> how will we solve the looming question of energy storage? 
That's a great question. Yeah. I am all for the liquid metal batteries. These are batteries that have uh, magnesium mm-hmm. floating on a layer of molten salt, essentially table salt. And at the bottom is a layer of antimony or antimony, mm-hmm. which is the one that's atomic number 51, I believe, next to tin mm-hmm. on the periodic table. And so you pump all So far, all this, this is all correct. Where, where's our fact checker? So yeah. you pump in energy and it gets hot and it's molten and, and how, it works. How long? And does, it's a battery. And it, how long does the storage? Well, as my understanding, as long as it's hot, it's stored in electricity. So you'd put these things in the basement of every building, in the basement of every New York skyscraper, of every school and library. You make you produce electricity with sunlight and so and wind during the day. You store it underground. You're ready for it all night, and we revolutionize society. And whoever goes into this business mm-hmm. gets, dare I say it, rich. <laughs> it's an opportunity for somebody. If you could, if we could find ways to efficiently store electricity, better batteries. Yeah. We would change the world and make a much higher quality of life for everybody. So we have to move on, gentlemen. I include you, Eugene. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back after this. Check us out at uh, www.startalkradio.net. We'll be right back. Back to Star Talk Radio, Bill Nye, the science guy here, guest hosting yet again, the time of my life, with Eugene Merman, and astronaut Mike Massimino, Colin Mass, we're here, he's an engineer, Mike Mass yeah. is an engineer, Eugene, you are a... Uh, comedian. Comedian. I'm, I'm an engineer, <laughs> but no, well, I got a, when I was uh, in eighth grade, I got a negative eight on a math assignment, just to give you a sense of my knowledge of math and science. So you do understand the number line, and you appreciate I do understand, negative and, numbers. And I appreciate that that is an absurd thing to get. Uh, <laughs> Very so, yeah. unusual. What Very did your unusual. parents say when that happened? I think they were disappointed in a teacher that would stick to logic. They defended to, you. Yeah, well, I think they did wrote they him a letter saying he breeds a disgust in math. Did they go and say he <laughs> deserves at least a minus four? It was like, you should give him a zero. <laughs> he oh, earned by it. By the stars, right. gentlemen. Here uh, we go. This is the uh, Cosmic Queries edition yeah. of Star Talk Radio. And so where we take your questions. And eat them. <laughs> from your Facebooks, your Twitters, all the, the, electric, yeah. uh, the electric computer questions that the kids send in. Uh, what do you got there? Here we go. Eugene. Julian Razzo asks, what is magnetism? How do magnets work? I know there's those things that stick to your fridge, but the force is all around us and protects us from solar bursts. I like that that's, at the end, it's a question. It's a question? Yeah. That's, uh, th- that's true. He's, he's in the band Insane Clown Posse. Never mind. Uh, it was really... Reference. I gotta really? say... No. But have they have say, a song about magnetism. It was really their oh. early stuff. Now they're just completely overproduced. But that said, yeah, magnetism is... Uh, generally thought of as a current, a flow of electrons which have an electric field which induces a magnetic field through a term coined by my personal hero, Michael Faraday, all one word, electromagnetism. Mm -hmm. Now, Mass, you're an engineer. Yeah. You took a lot of physics. I did. But I'm just amazed to hear it. This is Bill Nye, the science guy, explaining yeah. magne- uh, magnetism. Well, as best yeah. I can. So yes, we go with the physics. When we have a permanent Fire magnet, away. well, when we have a permanent magnet, cool. we think of a virtual current. That is to say, it's as though there's a current flowing in the um, 
magnetic material. Yes. Iron, cobalt, nickel. Yeah. Uh, or some of these fabulous rare earths. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the earth, which you was which uh, the questioner referred to, to which the questioner referred, in the earth we have uh, somehow a spinning giant mass of, by our standards, very large mass of molten iron which carries a lot of electrons, which are in motion, which induce a current, which creates a magnetic field. Which is very important for our survival. It keeps our atmosphere in place. It would really? be a whole and other. Could, yeah, our atmosphere is kept here by magnets. Partially so, yes. If we did not have uh, our magnetic field, mm-hmm. we would... It, in fact, there's some theories, if you look at Mars, which does not have a magnetic field, that why did Earth survive? Mm-hmm. And as far as we know, at least on the surface, there's nothing so obvious that's living on Mars. If we could fill Mars. Mars's core with uh, a hot giant ball of iron that spun would it spin naturally if it was there well Just mars is spinning at about the same so uh, if we, revolution if, if we could get in a magnetic it field it yeah. might have had a different destiny could so it create would an atmosphere be created if a magnetic field was added to it or it no? might be able to be captured possibly okay yeah. so, so it's generally believed that since mars was too was is smaller than the earth it radiated more heat into space cooled off solidified and any molten motion of metal inside uh, came to a standstill. And then the solar wind, little particles streaming off the sun, stripped the Martian atmosphere away. And while we all sit here, mm-hmm. just a couple weeks ago, I went to Cape Canaveral for the launch of the MAVEN mission. Cool. Mars Atmospheric Volatile Evolution Spacecraft. It's a tortured acronym, but they're going to assess the... It's a cool uh, acronym. It Maven. is a cool acronym. MAVEN's pretty good. It's pretty good. They're going to assess the atmosphere, uh, learn more about the atmosphere of Mars and uh, what happened there, why Mars is different from the Earth. And that will, I guarantee you, questioner, that will tell us more about us and our, dare I say it, place in space. So, th- so what I'm getting from this is theoretically we could create an atmosphere on another planet using a great deal of iron and a bunch of uh, various and scuba tanks. Scuba tanks, yes. Basically, scuba tanks, a handful of whales. Uh, <laughs> all right, but a magnetic field is very, very important. important. It's the the we first step is a magnetic field. Then we do the thing from search for Spock where we uh, bioengineer a planet. But okay. Never You've mind. got a crazy plan there. That is crazy. Eugene, but it... I have the same plan I don't plan know what Kirk you're even had. talking about, but it sounds good. <laughs> it's not that crazy of you. I'm looking it. at Bill Nye, the science guy, just to, for, yeah. you know, for confirmation and on I, this, but it well, sounds good. All right. You know, when you start getting into the Star Trek movies, <laughs> yeah. there's going to be some inconsistencies. Terraforming a planet is just not that easy, but... It's not... I'm not saying it's easy. No. I'm just saying here's a few ways we could do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah, underestimate right. the magnetic field. That's, exactly. Yes, well said. Awesome. All right, so... Lorenzo Alfondo Castanon Gonzalez asks, I would like to know more about magnetars. Can humanity one day create such a strong magnet, and how much would such a magnet advance technology? Do you, I don't know what magnetars are. Do you know what a magnetar is, No, Bill? it sounds like... If uh, Bill doesn't know, forget it. Well, it just sounds like... A, a very powerful a, magnet? A musical instrument that somehow yeah. uses magnetism. Yeah. yeah. And if, I guess if one's big enough, you could... You could influence a lot it's, of people. It's well, a he's about a, theremin. He's talking about some huge, strong magnet. Yeah, obviously here. He definitely so, is. By the yeah. way, we in the skeptic community, yeah, uh, are troubled deeply by people who wear magnets, believing that it's going to influence their health. Really? There's no not evidence. even on the wrist. 
Uh, there's, there's no. Take evidence. off your magnet, Eugene. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Oh my God, wouldn't I be embarrassed if I was wearing a bunch of magnets? <laughs> there's no evidence. <laughs> no evidence at all that we can see. Yeah. No evidence of all at all that magnetism affects your health. It's just, right. it's just so little. Just next time you get an MRI. Yeah. Magnetic resonance image. Just notice how much magnetism it takes just just to get a few positrons to move around, just a little bit. Yeah. It takes an enormous... Let alone wearing, wearing little, it as a magnet hat. Yeah, it's just not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so that's good to know. Okay. So Jason Hyatt has a question. The Earth has a magnetic field that protects it from space radiation. Is there any reason why a magnetic field could not be used on a spacecraft, either for the whole ship or as an emergency shelter? An MRI scanner produces a very strong magnetic field. Why not a magnetic field generator, a la an MRI, to protect astronauts? That is what a coincidentally happy question right yeah. there. If you had a strong enough magnet, yeah, you could pull it off. But our problem so far is generating enormous magnetic fields takes a lot of energy. It's a lot of power you need. Really? But How so- much? A lot. Like as much as a like a like a coffee maker that's like supercharged. It can be a little a, more than that. Yeah. So like a boat, like a giant boat, a cruise ship, like a diesel engine on a pretty large, like a tugboat diesel engine. Okay, but so that's more than you would have on your average spaceship because space of how ship. heavy and giant and weird. Yeah, that you is. don't want any big stuff like that. You don't you want know, to fly with a truck into space. But just yeah. imagine kind of defeats the purpose. Just imagine if we had solar panels big enough. And mm-hmm. some superconducting situation in the icy blackness of space, and you could create a magnetic field strong enough. That's actually a science fictional kind of cool engineering question. But I think when, at least right now, early in the 21st century, we humans can't crank that out. We can't make such a thing. But who knows what the future but that, is. But if we started doing more space exploration, we would potentially come up with that technology down the line. It seems like something, if you had uh, that much power, it yeah, seems to make sense. Power. Everything but there's comes- other we do other things for for space radiation like uh, suits <laughs> like like space suits uh, water's a pretty good insulator actually oh really yeah and uh, shielding you know all the sp- all and and we try to understand how much you you take you know we always wear a dosimeter when you go into space oh really to measure how much how radiation much you're taking are you exposed to like when you went it's, it's a pretty good dose. Uh, uh, it it also depends. It also depends on where you are. Spacewalks you get more than when you're inside the spaceship right. at a higher altitude by where we were at Hubble, as opposed to where the space station. Oh wow! Get Just a few hundred, a few yes. tens of kilometers make a big difference. That's right. In a length of time, you're going to be there, mm-hmm. and if there's solar flares when you're up there, so it's a bunch oh, of wow. factors. But it's nothing. It, it if you fly in space for over a year or so, like some people have a combined over year stay, mm-hmm. uh, they have to track it and make sure you're okay. That's when you start getting you know, a little bit curious. But we have. Astronauts who have flown, Scott Kelly's going to be up for a whole year is the plan. He's already been up over six months oh, wow. in his life. And so he has to insulate year. himself in water. Yes. Yeah, he's going to be, he's going to stay out of the sun as yeah, much as he can. <laughs> but uh, when you say water, you jacket the spacecraft. Well, for example, water can, yeah. So if you have a water bag, like on the space station, you want to get some extra extra uh, shielding. Mm-hmm. If you were to, to, to line the outside of your spaceship with uh, with water, for example. Do you line good. the outside or is there a I layer mean, of inside, water in, in the inside? No, there is okay. no layer of water. I'm saying if you were trying to, if you were worried about a solar flare, for example, yeah. in your spaceship, and you had water bags that oh, would help you. That you would shield. just add. So you'd just yeah. like. So no, well, you're taking using water, your water anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So use, your, use it as a shielding. That's Can you drink irradiated it. water? It's not that irradiated. It's fine. You're it's not going to. Yeah. Okay. No, it's fine. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's no like problem. A tonic. <laughs> it's great. 
No, it's nothing better than irradiated water from space. Yeah. In fact, there's it's probably a market for it. There's probably yeah. somebody who really it's wants this pretty stuff. pretty cool bar in Brooklyn that sells it. Whole Foods is going to Actually, ask sure a pretty do. good question, Eugene. Uh, that's not bad. I'm go but ask with that when said, I get back home. Wait a minute. Hold that thought, you guys. We will be back shortly at Star Talk Radio. Sleep, grocery shopping, themselves, just a few things working moms seldom have time for. And during tax season, you can add taxes to their list. So for all you working moms, make the easy switch to H&R Block and have an expert make easy work of your taxes. H&R Block guarantees your taxes are 100% accurate and your max refund or your money back. Plus, with their no surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even have an H&R Block tax pro do your taxes in a block office or online from the comfort of your own home. Can your current tax guy promise all that? When you're buried under life's to-dos, let the experts at H&R Block stay on top of your taxes with a return that's right on the money and your biggest refund possible. Because tax season after tax season, it's better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Descriptions of benefits and details at hrblock.com slash guarantees. You know what shouldn't feel like rocket science? Planning a vacation your whole crew will love. With Carnival Cruise Line, it's all up to you. You can kick back or dive right into the fun. Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship from a ride on Bolt roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at the Cloud Nine Spa. Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges and take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family-style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. Whatever your vibe is, you'll come home with plenty of stories to tell. So pack those bags, be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at Carnival.com. Ships Registry, The Bahamas and Panama. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any of you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. 
Welcome back to Star Talk Radio. Bill Nye, the science guy here, hosting this week for Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's on radiostical sabbatical, I suppose. Now, unlike many of you, uh, I'm here with Mike Massimino, who flew in space, and we call him Mass. Yep, that's that's what they call. We have an engineer. Yet, but we do. I'm an engineer. But you're also astronaut, an astronaut, and I'm, I'm here in New York City on loan at Columbia. I like that you're on loan. Engineering school. I'm on loan. I really like the idea of borrowing there's, astronauts. There's no late fees, as far as I can tell. <laughs> uh, and uh, the other voice you hear, of course, is Eugene Merman, our uh, providing color commentary. Yes. Here on the most visual medium of Star Talk Radio. Now, this is, as you may know, if you're just joining us, this is another Cosmic Queries edition of Star Talk Radio, where we embrace your questions. Yeah. You, the listeners, viewers, wait, you, the listeners, I podcaster absorbers uh, who use your social media to provide us with your cosmic queries. Uh, Eugene. Here we go. Wow. Wayne Shaw wants to know, if one were to warp space to travel a vast distance, would people existing in the space that is being warped between takeoff and destination and destination notice anything unusual? Well, they don't in the movies. The people in between. The in-betweeners. Who's uh, like someone's hanging out, say so some people on some planet. So, so we're assuming there's someone else out there that's going to get... I'm charmed by the idea that, well, of course, since you know, you're know you going through a space warp, then, of course, you, know, you can see whether... <laughs> well, you understand that these things uh, are big fun when you're trying to create a science fiction television show where you really don't have time to have people not speaking English, and you got to get up and down from a planet and travel around various quadrants in the galaxy or galaxies. Mm-hmm. But these things are more theoretical theoretical than they are and so uh we will see how people do as they go between extraordinary destinations uh through unproven theoretical spaces in yeah. space would they notice i think this person suspects they might have seen something yeah would we notice anything unusual right right this person you know, like, is what? like i saw something weird i at saw my something house. unusual <laughs> All right, My so, hamburger special looked a little bit different today than it did the other day. Is it, is it someone warped speed through the diner? Well, Something it's like the that. government. Something the funny's going on here, I think. Yeah. So Josh yeah. Corona asks, in the That's game... That's a very good science name, no, Corona. But, uh, no, Corona's a good science it's name. It's a solid name. Yeah, okay. Uh, in the game Portal, they have a gun that can create what is essentially a wormhole in a wall. With the ability to shoot two holes, one an entrance and the other an exit... I.e. the floor ceiling. All right. Is this possible in the laws of physics? Oh, sure. You'll be fine. Just go get the gun and shoot it this way and then very quickly shoot it the other way before the other hole closes. So, there. <clears throat> Two <laughs> holes. To, in- good to know. Oh, he has another question. How bold. <laughs> wow. I need to start playing more video games, <laughs> apparently. I don't know what this kid is talking about. Here, but this, I got uh, Okay, so he also asks, yep. if you had to guess which would could be first achieved first, light speed travel or teleportation? So teleportation is like they did on Star Trek. You get yeah. all like wobbly, and next <laughs> thing you know, you're somewhere else. But haven't pe- scientists already teleported light? Isn't that a thing that somebody did in, well, a, in a lab? Just everybody. <laughs> no. First of all, as far as we know... We're missing out on something. First, it's the exists. portal game where guys shooting holes or worms or whatever it is. Where have I been? Yeah. Uh, a, you've been in geez, space I don't on, know, the, I on the government payroll. I think I've missed out on a lot of things, Bill. I uh, well, yeah. Light some guy teleported? No, no okay, person. That be no news? person did. So let's let's right, start with the first one. You right now, we don't know of any way to se- to send something that has mass 
beyond uh, up to the speed of light. Right. Right now. There may be a whole other physics yet to be discovered. Right. Perhaps this questioner will be the person that makes the discovery. Yeah. He's got to stop playing the game portal. Yeah, get, yeah. And go back to physics class. And then the second thing, teleportation where you turn mass into pure energy. Not me. No, I was going to say. You talked about my you name. You could be an example. The, you can no, turn I'm mass not amino. doing it. You can turn I've mass amino into pure energy, beam him down to what we generally refer to as the planet, mm-hmm. and then he's reconstituted. That would be converting mass into energy back into mass. Could be done, but consider E equals MC squared. It's a tremendous amount of energy to convert even a small amount of mass into something. Well, so even- It may happen. So, so maybe out. just a piece of corn? So let's start with something yeah, instead of yeah. a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or should we start with just one element? Uh, well, I think if you could get in. anything, uh, a carbon atom would be pretty extraordinary, even hydrogen. But in that sense, you're saying teleportation is potentially theoretically possible before... Just shooting from the hip, yeah. yeah. But just going faster than knowledge. light right now I'd is... take either one. How far are you going to teleport to? See, light speed travel, Eugene, yeah. can get you places quickly. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure about the teleport. How far are we going? Are we going it's like sort an of elevator? A or are we going to Mars with this? Yeah. I think we might I got just... A feeling, I got a feeling we need the light speed first. It might just be Boston. Because the... if you teleport somewhere, you're going to... Yeah, we have Boston, we can get there anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to teleport you to Mars. You're going to get this... There's no place to go. Right, because no one there's else no is restaurants there. there. Exactly. I think we need light speed travel first. All Check right. the place out. Well, he's not asking what we need first. He's asking what's more realistic. And the answer, I know, but I, I don't know. I'm not a swami. Sounds like teleportation you think barely. So? That's what Bill like, says. Yeah. I'd or, take either one. I'd rather light speed travel. Let's go fast. Let's enjoy it. All right. Let's punch it. Let's yeah. enjoy the let's enjoy the ride. This is uh, Star Talk Cosmic Queries. Yep. Uh, we encourage you all to check us out on uh, www.startalkradio.net. If you've got SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Pinterest, Instagram, Tumblr, I say party on. Start with Facebook and just go wild. And of course, when you're listening to Star Talk Radio, stay tuned. Welcome back to Star Talk Radio. Bill Nye, the science guy here, hosting this week your cosmic queries, your questions from the cosmos. And I am here with uh, an astronaut, an engineer, and so far a gentleman, Mike Massimino. It's still early, Bill. Mass, and of course, everybody's favorite, Eugene Merman. Eugene, there you have questions on pieces of paper, queries yes. from the cosmos. Uh, uh, cosmic I say pick queries. One. Let's do it. David Terrazas asks, what does a rocket push against in space to gain momentum or navigate? Oh, mass. That's your thing. That's what we do yeah. in space. And it's a great question because if you, know, you don't have any gravity, mm-hmm. so when you navigate your spaceship, you need to point it in different directions. There's a couple ways to do it. Um, Hubble Space Telescope, for example, has no fuel on board, so there's what? no rocket. Can How you believe that? Crazy. How does it turn? It turns Someone with, pushes it? With, Little kids? No, there's no one there to push it. There's nobody You said, you there. said no fuel. You didn't say no little kids. You didn't what say is, no a lot of It's things. reaction yeah. wheels. No lions. It's, what we, it's reaction wheels. What's so reaction things, wheels? Reaction wheels spin. We have, and they have big uh, control moment gyros, which is kind of the same thing on the on the space station. Mm-hmm. These things spin. Bzz, you know, they spin up, and they creates a reaction. And that reaction creates uh, an opposite reaction. Right. You spin them in, the, in, a, in, a certain ori- in a certain direction, and you'll get a reaction in the other direction, and the thing will point where you want Are it. They 
sort of gyroscopes? Is exactly. That what you're that's right. Yeah, spinning. That's one way. The other way we did on the space shuttle and mm -hmm. on other spaceships do this. In fact, the space station has us on the Russian end, or mm -hmm. what we call thrusters. And what is it? It's, it's gas. Yeah. Could be nitrogen, could be oh. something else. Yeah. But just a guess. There we go. It, it could sounds, be just on it the Russian sounds end, it like could that. Just be... You can't hear them in space. <laughs> you can't hear it in space. It's just sad. You, it, you hear it inside of the spaceship shaking it. Yes. yes. So, so anyway, you <laughs> these, these, these thrusters will release there again it'll cause a uh, it'll cause an action, mm -hmm. which is a release of a gas. Uh, and a little a little rocket, and then you'll have a reaction the other way. So on the space shuttle, we had large and small thrusters, mm -hmm. different different varieties, all over the spaceship, mainly in the front at the nose and in the back that you would fire to get the correct orientation. Just like you have the steering wheels on a car in the yes, front. Yes, exactly. You can steer all you want. You're not going to go anywhere. Your control surfaces do not work because there's no air. When you're coming down on the shuttle, even because it looked like an airplane. Yeah. It will not be active until you pick up atmosphere. So the way you turned and pointed and, and steered that space shuttle yeah. was with these little uh, little thrusters that would fire jets. That's the one accurate thing jets. from gravity. But let, let, me yes, back up exactly on this, right. let me back up on this question. You back asked, up. Is there anything to push against? And the, the whole idea, mm -hmm. when you watch the rocket leave the ground... It gives it gives you the impression that the flames and gases are pushing against the earth, but that's not really what's going on. You're throwing gas, hot gas, out the back of the rocket so fast that uh, the reaction is the rocket goes off in the other direction. Stand on a skateboard and throw a bowling ball to your best friend or maybe your enemy, and you will find that the skateboard goes off in the other direction. <laughs> right. This works whether or not you're on the Earth or in space. So, so basically, the rocket fuel is just the biggest bowling ball we can create. That's, and it goes fast. More or less. Yeah. All right, and, here's and another And we don't question. throw it at our enemies. <laughs> okay, Melissa K. asks, if you had a, ch uh, a large enough space sphere of water floating in the space station, could a fish swim in it? Oh, how cool. Yes, I, th I would. Yeah, in fact, we've done this with with Swedish fish, the candies. <laughs> but my Swedish fish Garrett don't Reisman, have to live. No, but theoretically, I think that would work. Uh, water is. Uh, I mean, you could have a tank of water mm -hmm. and have a have a fish floating in there. I, I would I don't see why we wouldn't be able to do that. And water itself is it works just on on surface tension, so it doesn't splatter. Mm -hmm. So if you were very creative, you could get a glob of water and try to get and a have fish a fish in it. it. You wouldn't even need a tank. No, but you have to be really careful because as soon as it hits something, it'll it'll yeah. splatter. And you don't and want the mess. fish nosing, nuzzling his or her way out of the sphere of water. Right. But I'm pretty sure there have been experiments with uh, with yeah. fish in space, and so yes, this is definitely possible. Because they'd have be something a, it would to be breathe. a nice Christmas gift, <laughs> you know. You have, imagine having your own little a pet fish G. floating around. We yeah. have to get pets flown, and this would be a good way. So right now we've had fish as as experiments. This would be like a nice. little What gift. animals have been in space? I mean, with, with with astronauts, not just like monkeys that can't make it back or something, right? Or the dog Laika. Yeah, uh, it's been there's been spiders in space. There have been uh, some rodents in uh -huh. space that were used for for experiments. Oh, okay, um, well, yeah, no pets though. Again, it's all experiments. We let need me pets. ask you this physics question, mm -hmm. Mike Mass. Yes, uh, the fish are going to breathe air dissolved in the water. When mm -hmm. you have a glob of water in space, does the air if, uh, bubble its way out, effervesce, or does it stay um, it, in there? It, it, it will. It depends. It can stay in there. If you, if nothing's acting on it, it will it will stay in there. In fact, this is a problem with our drink bags, Bill. When we when we when we spacewalk, because you don't want air in your drink bag. It no, a no clog. air in your drink bag. So what we do is you, when you fill your drink bag, when you fill a bag of water, your drink bag for your spacewalk, it's see through. You can see that there might be air pockets. We rotate the bag. We spin it. I'm spinning spin it. right now to get like, the air uh, to the bucket over your head. That's right. Yeah. You spin it to try to get the air to one to one location, and you suck it. 
it out. So you can get air pockets and you want to get rid of those air pockets. We'll be right back on Star Trek Radio. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You saw the potential and through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Welcome back to Star Talk Radio. Bill Nye, the science guy here, guest hosting as we take your cosmic queries uh, on Star Talk this week. And we have come to the last segment of this show, which means the lightning round, my friends, where we take your questions from you, the cosmos, and put them on the air for your, let's say, electromagnetic enlightenment. I'm here with Mike Massimino. Call him Mass. And, uh, and, and Eugene Meyerman, Merman. Yeah. You're lucky you got a name like Nye. Yeah, that's all yeah. I can do. You know, do. if you had a name really like, you know, hey, Nyewitz or Anytime you try to touch it, though. Well, you guys, I appreciate I mean, your... You've been spoiled. Bill Nye. That's a very, that's very I, simple it's, name. It's like simple enough. But no, with Eugene that said... Eugene and I over here are yeah. suffering. Gentlemen, it's the lightning round. Let's we can't. Do we it. can't. Means we what? just got to press. Okay. Eugene, read You're one. Ready? So these are supposed to be fast answers. Fast. Like lightning. Marco Horvat. From Bakersfield, he asks, people that see UFOs claim to see strange lights. Why on earth would a spaceship of an advanced civilization need lights on the outside of their ship? To see where they're going, like headlights. I, I don't know. I, 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 yes. think, I think we need more evidence that these are actually UFOs. Oh, that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yes, the I, answer I think is. I think they're seeing airplanes. Yeah, yeah, they're that's seeing what other I think stuff. They're seeing. So that's yeah. the answer. Mike Johnson from Barstow, California, asks: How close would an alien civilization have to be to discover Earth using the same technology we have here? Oh, that is a fabulous question. Now, just to talk more about me. When I took astronomy from Carl Sagan, this is the you first did? question. Really? Yeah. Did you put it back? No, I was just in the room. I was just one guy. So we had it must this. must have been a fun class. It was cool. So we had this image of this organism eating little organisms, ingesting them and spitting them out. This is astronomy? Yeah. And it turned out to be an image of a swimming pool taken from a satellite. So you have to get extraordinarily close to really determine whether or not something's alive or, or you'll get fooled. Right. But I think they need to be pretty close to us. Like All right. A couple at, meters. Yeah, we have, we just left the solar system now, right, with yeah. uh, Voyager. So yeah. they couldn't be much further than that, I guess. <laughs> so hopefully they're just on the other end, but yeah. All right, here's a question from Matthew Brown. Is there a theoretical limit to the size of a sun? I keep seeing graphics comparing our sun to larger and larger solar giants. Just how big can they get? Well, but you get to be a few hundred solar uh, sun diameters, you become a black hole. Really? Yeah, you become a star that has so much gravity, light doesn't escape. A so black would, hole is, in a sense, a So star. would you describe it as over a million whales? <laughs> uh, yeah. Big so, whales. That wouldn't be inaccurate, what's, but it wouldn't be the most whale? accurate way to describe it. <laughs> a big it. whale. You're talking about a big whale. Well, yeah. but over a million Not a little by baby a factor whale. of, I guess, 10 to the 19th or something, yeah. Like the yeah. whale that's hanging from uh, Neil's Museum. Exactly. For those of you who have been to New York City, to American Museum of Natural History. So a sun that was too big would just become a black hole. It would that's, collapse. Yeah. Well, that's what it, apparently it does. They okay. do. Oh, great. Now, well, that's all. now I know how to make a black hole. <laughs> Thanks. Look out, world. Jason Paisley asks, when the sun gradually expands, will its in- expanding mass push Earth farther out of orbit uh, before Earth becomes consumed? Uh, no, it won't push it out. It will absorb it. Yeah, so ah, the, the, uh, the Earth would stay about in its same orbit, and then the sun will expand to cook. It's not going to be a good day Everything. either way. So the sun is an Earth eater. Yeah, it's mm. not, we don't want to experiment with that either to find out. Okay, David Loza asks, what if uh, neuron receptors in the human body were to react at the speed of light? Uh, well, they react at the speed of electromagnetism between atoms. It's pretty quick, isn't it? It's but quick, what if but, we change that? Uh, but in other words, uh, in, I, I get it. This would be instead of acting, I, I instead don't. of acting, <laughs> if we, instead of having diabolical. The, Instead of having the neurons go at chemical speeds, they would uh-huh. go at spe- at light speed. Well, I guess it would be, what's that, a factor of uh, um, about a million. Maybe um, oh. 10, 10 to the 7th. might be 10 million. Okay. It's we'll really see. fast. What That's would be the a- advantage? Could we run faster? Yeah, what can we get? I guess we could do everything faster. Really? Can we a, think a faster? A million times faster? It seems to me, yeah, but then it has to be hooked up and there has to be, you have to address capacitance issues and, oh. you know, we are made of a liquid chemical brain. Yeah. It'd be I tough mean, to enjoy things. Speak for yourself, we'll get, Bill. We'll give a new meaning to take a moment and relax. <laughs> I just did. Take a second and relax. <laughs> All right, here's a question. <laughs> Coffee breaks would be like instantaneous. <laughs> Okay, Jacob Seymour asks, is the shape of a black hole a sphere with high density in the middle pulling space in toward the center, or is it a flat disk with a point of high density pulling it down in the middle like a funnel? Uh, I believe it depends. And this is where Neil deGrasse Tyson would be more into this. This is a Neil question. I'm not an astrophysicist, but... 
Uh, I could answer it incorrectly, though. Go ahead. Yeah, no. good. good. Yeah, so, no, no, no. It's an or. It, Take a shot. Well, 50, just 50. whenever you have Take any asymmetry, this gravity's pulling all this stuff together mm-hmm. from uh, extraordinary places in space. They're not going to come in perfectly evenly. Mm-hmm. So in general, they will start spinning, uh, like the ice skater when he pu- she pulls her arms in. Yeah. And so you'll often get a disc that is uh, measurable, perceivable, detectable. All so right. uh, the answer, I believe, is it depends, and Neil can get on here and and light me up. Yeah. See, that's a pun. I, See, because it's a black it. hole. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. Well, you guys, thank you all for listening to Cosmic Queries here on Star Talk Radio. I have been joined by Mass Mike Massimino, astronaut who flew in space, and of course Eugene Merman. Tune us, turn us up loud on Star Talk Radio. Podcast it. Blast it. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.